Who welcome to a live edition of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the Honorable, the Reverend, Slim Rev, a.k.a. Joshua Ezer. Oh, gosh. Ooh, ooh, okay, cut, 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 cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead and do your thing, BD. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, that, that's the start to the podcast right there. Hey, we're live. We are definitely live. Yeah. As no you can see. Uh, yeah, no turning back. My voice cracked, and uh, and that's okay. We are here with another live episode of the Good Guys Podcast. We are here for you guys, and we've got a great episode today. J.E., are you ready, man? Born ready, BD. Okay. All right. How's it been going over there? I know you uh you you enjoying the summertime the no the no kids and oh I got kids all right oh for real nieces and nephews man keeping me busy bro I was uh outside yesterday my goal yesterday was just to go nephew text me nephew was like yo unk mm-hmm. you trying to get buckets today I said well I'm going to men's night they're gonna get buckets at the, at the church but I said I'll, I'll nephew you know what you come first man we'll go hoop we go to the courts right yeah. Right, we pull up. Right, okay. Sixteen high school kids out there hooping. Ooh, that's lit. So, 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 so the 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 mentor in me, right, was like, you know what, I, 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 nephew, let's go play. Nephews get a little nervous. You know, he's seventh grade. These all high school kids, shirts off, shirts and skins. I said, nephew, man, listen, listen, don't worry about. It. Let's go hoop. Okay. I just said we're gonna play one game, but I told nephew, I said if we win, we here. Okay. Absolutely. Took us two games, and my nephew witnessed a miracle yesterday, BD. A miracle? What's that? He witnessed a miracle. You know what happened, BD? Oh, uh, what what happened? It was ninety degrees in Charlotte yesterday. Mm. And I told the nephew, I said, you want to see God move? I said, about time we get on the court, there will be a cloud covering that sun. Wow. Literally, a cloud came and covered the sun for three games. Wow. We hooped in some shade. It was still hot. But the sun wasn't on us. Who was that in the Bible that that, that prayed for the sun to stand still? Was that Joshua? <laughs> wow. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> for the name's sake, bro. Wow. You didn't. I said, I said, I said the cloud's gonna come and cover us because one thing about me, bro, I ain't about to hoop in no sun. These young bucks, these and the, the respect that I got when I came on the court was amazing, BD. They they knew you? Yeah. Oh. Not all of them. But they was like, hey yo, pops. They were like, hey yo, uh old man. They call me old man, wow, call me pops. Wow. wow. Even though that wasn't my son, I was like, the respect though. And then when they when I called next. One, another team tried to call next, and then one of the guys was like, "No, pops got next." I said, mm. "Oh, I got buckets though." Okay, well, but in all, I say all to say, man, it was hot, and um, I'm tired still, even from yesterday's hooping. You better than me. I'm I'm not about to hoop in 90 degree weather. I have long since uh, let the game go uh, to the point where I would be playing in 90 degree weather. But mm-hmm. you had, you know, you you had your nephew, so I understand. I understand. Yeah. When your sons get older, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Probably still no. no. But okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. All right, we're going to go ahead and get into the episode. But before we do some quick housekeeping, okay, uh, I see a lot of you guys in the comments. You guys are watching. That's awesome. That's great. Okay. If you're watching on the Good Guys Podcast channel, shouts out to you. If you're watching on Josh's channel, that's awesome as well. But have you subscribed to the Good Guys Podcast? That's my question. If you're watching this live on Josh's page, that is amazing. Josh's page is awesome. He's got some excellent resources, some great videos. Check out all his content. I'm sure you already do. But we're kicking out good content over here too, guys. All right. So just slide on over to the Good Guys Podcast. Just a one new subscription uh, uh, to your feed over on the left side. And you'll be able to be notified if you hit the bell whenever we drop new con uh, content over here. All right. Um, so yeah, hit that subscribe button right now. Do it now while you're watching. Hit that subscribe button, subscribe to the Good Guys Podcast. Okay, hit the bell so that you get post notifications and interact with us here on the Good Guys Podcast live. Okay, our last segment is when we're going to interact with you guys, and I think we've got a really good one today, so I'm excited about that. Other than that, JE, you got any videos that you are pushing on? Um, Got going on on your, on your all channel? lives, man. All lives, okay. just all lives this week. Okay, all right. Um, I've got my family, uh, YouTube channel, the Blue Peace Crew, uh, dropped a vlog last Friday about me spending some time with my sons. Hold I on, give me one second. If you still yeah, have I got it. it. Oh, I got it, BD. Oh man, we've got the best production team over here. Uh, okay, I, I, I lied. I lied. We do not have the best production team. <laughs> You're fired. Hold on, BD. Just keep talking. I, 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 we, yeah, we, we, we've got an amazing production team here at the Good Guys Podcast. I'm sure they've got it queued up already, and they're just uh, it, there's just a little internet delay. But it was a vlog. It was about me spending some time with my sons, Whoopsie. making some oh, no. good deposits. Oh. Our production team is just not on it, guys. I, just, <laughs> I take back everything I said. The pressure, BD. Okay. You put pressure, bro. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to work this hard today, bro. Oh man! Hold on, bro. Keep talking. Keep talking. Um, I have nothing else to say. It was hold on, bro. Vlog. Keep talking. YouTube bro. the Blue Piece Crew, oh, um, and look for the most recent vlog. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. <Just> <laughs> <laughs> there, we uh, there you go. All right. Yep. Uh, Daddy duty day with no TV. <laughs> Check that out. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, we're going to go ahead and get this episode yeah, started. So yeah. far, my voice is cracked during the famous Good Guys podcast intro. Josh has failed in every possible way when it comes to production, but it's okay. All right, we're still here, and we're going to go ahead and get started. As we customarily do, with the weekly airing of grievances. All right. And I've got one today, J.E. We actually had a conversation uh, yesterday about this, and you had an interesting experience. So I wanted to give you the floor to let you talk about it. It's it, it, it's an important discussion. I think we need to have. J.E. Yeah, um, it was about a week ago where I desired a dessert. See, for me, Coach Josh, Mister Azzy, however you call me, J.E. I love three layer cakes. Okay. I, I, I'm not a two layer cake, man. I, I, I'll do a one layer cake. If it's a sheet cake from Sam's club, mm. but three cakes is the standard as a believer. Of course, I like three layer cakes mm, the because the three layer cakes embodies right. the triune 
righteousness of God. That's right. One layer for the father. Ah. The foundation layers for the father. Ooh. The middle layer is for the mediator between us and God. Are and the top layer speak? that ensures that we stay on the top of life is the Holy Spirit. Gee, I wasn't ready for all that. He wasn't ready. I was not ready. Ready in season, out of season. That's who I am. Okay. Okay. I go to Whole Foods because, you know, if I'm going, if I'm going to get a three-layer cake, I'm going to try to get the best, most organic kind I can. Okay. I go to Whole Foods. I go to the dessert section. Mm -hmm. I did my social distancing. I let the other lady take her time, pick her dessert. I was six feet away. Mm. Had my mask on. Well, that was before the whole order came for the full mask. So I ain't rock no mask. See what I'm saying? Okay. I was I was still doing social distancing. Okay. The lady was taking a long time, but I was patient because I was just, you know, I'll, I'll get my turn. I get to the cakes. The three-layer cake that I was looking for wasn't there. Mm. The disappointment in my soul was deep. Yeah. Because Whole Foods was about 20, 23 minutes away. Oh. I just knew. I just knew if, if they don't have cake one, then maybe they have cake two. Okay. They had none, BD. Mm. The lady saw the disappointment in my eyes. Yeah. She says, sir. We got what kind of what you looking for? I said, I'm looking for, you know, you know, your, your yellow cake with chocolate ice. I said, but if you don't have that. I was hoping that you might have number two, possibly a birthday cake, three layers. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that, I was like, I see that you don't have none of my three. I don't see carrot cake there. She says, sir, we got all three of those cakes in cupcake form. I said, ma'am, thank you for your help, but no thanks. Oh, and walked off. Wow. Cupcakes are not for men, BD. Yes, yes, the people in the comments and people watching, they probably sitting here saying, but J.E., they had your cake in cupcake form right there looking at you saying, hey, we got you, man. Right. How do I look carrying a cupcake? First off, it don't matter if I go into my car and eat the cupcake by myself. I don't feel like a man. Because <laughs> first off, I like eating my desserts with utensils. Mm. I don't like eating cake with my just my hands and face. I got a beard. Mm. I don't I don't got time for icing or anything. You see what I'm saying? It's not a good look. Yeah. And and I understood she was probably confused, puzzled even when she was like, sir, but we have these cupcakes, which is a dollar cheaper than the slice cake. I said, ma'am, you don't understand. Okay. I am a grown man. And I'm not about to carry this cupcake to get checked out. And then I can't lie to the checkout person when they say, oh, this is for your wife? That's so yeah. sweet. No, it's actually for me. Then she's going to start having questions about my, you know, how uh, how I identify sexually. Wow. And so it was at that juncture where I was like, you know what, man? Why do they have so many cupcakes but don't, don't have enough sliced cakes? My errand of grievance is... Why is there an abundance of, of cupcakes and stuff like that? But when it comes to man cakes, when it comes to cakes, three-layer cakes for men, where are those, where are they in an abundance? I don't want to drive downtown to where the diners are. I don't want no cake that's been sitting out in dingy diners. I want three-layer cakes that are easily accessible. 
There should be three layer cakes everywhere. There should. And these three little, when they go to Harris, see those little cakes look so pathetic. I don't want that. So BD, man, I was, I, I, I know she was like, but sir, we, I said, ma'am, I'm fine. Thank you for your customer service, but I am okay. I'll come back another day. So I was hurt, man, because I really wanted that dessert last week, man. But I looked at those cupcakes and I was like, I wish I could, but I just got to keep my manhood card, my man card. J.E., um, you know, I, here's here's the thing. I agree with you. OK, there's not there. There's no substitute for a three layer cake. OK, None. there's nothing better. You've got three. You've got three different, you know, layers of the cake. You've got the frosting in between. Okay, you know, there's a certain science to how I to how I, you know, cut into the cake and I save the frosting. You know, the the body. Are we getting to the science of how we eat our cakes? We can do that. We can do that. Um, Because there's a science in how I dissect my cakes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go ahead and share yours. No, BD, you was on a roll, BD. I didn't want to take well, your Well, I just, you know, I mean, you know, you, the, so the bottom of the cake, right, doesn't have any frosting. So you have to just make sure that you get the, you know, the, the second to the last layer of frosting. That has to be in that first bite. Okay. And you, and you tackle that. And then, you know, you, you, you go from there. But you just want to ensure that you have frosting in every bite. So there, 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 there's a, there's a certain science to the way that you break down a three layer cake and that, you know, we, and we don't necessarily have to get into all that. The fact of the matter is they're just better than cupcakes. But what I will say, J.E., is you just haven't been married long enough. You see, when it comes to marriage, over time, you get domesticated to a certain extent, J.E., that, you know, you, you, you're going to end up eating cupcakes. OK, where are you, two, two years into the marriage? Yeah, it'd be two years in October. Yeah, yeah. Two years in, I still wasn't eating cupcakes either. Five years, J.E., I would argue. What? I was still not eating cupcakes. But when you get to year six, year seven. Man, I'm eating cupcakes. Just, there's just certain, you know, certain liberties, certain certain moral standards that you held as a man that over time have just been broken down. You know, it's 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 like the Grand Canyon. It's like a river. You know, the river is flowing through and just over time it erodes away at the at the Earth's surface and you have a river. That's how it is, J.E. Over time, you know, they want things their way. And over time, your 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 standards that you hold to as a man uh, just slowly erodes away. I'm going to be honest. And furthermore, you also have to start making life decisions uh, as a married man as well. Because after a while, you know, you're, you're, you're eating that good married food, you know, you're going to your in-laws houses and relatives houses, eating all that good food. And it's, it's delicious, but it's unhealthy. So what I had to do, J.E., is make a decision for my future, because if I buy an entire three level cake, hmm. I'm going to eat that whole cake. Yeah, I'm not going to let it just sit in my house and go to waste. It's just an ethical, you know, it's an ethical thing. I cannot, you know, eat half of the cake. And then my wife's going to just be like, after she eats like one or two slices, she's over it. She's done. So I'm not going to just, you know, eat, let that cake go to waste. I'm going to eat that whole cake. 
right? But I don't want to die. So what I've learned to do, J.E., is to just go with the flow. When we go, when, when we're out and about, and we go to uh, 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 um, Gina's Cupcakes, or wait, who's got the good cupcakes? I forget what the name is, but anyway, you talking about nothing bunt cakes? No. Oh, okay. I do love them though, but that's another topic for another day. But they're, you know, these foo-foo cupcake stores, you know, they've got the cupcake flavors. They've got the foo-foo frosting with the flowers no, and the, no. you know, and the and, and yeah, they've got all that. The bright colors, hmm. the sprinkles. Oh, man. The you panache. The panache, I think it's called. Panache? Yeah, yeah. yeah ganache, panache, whatever it's called. It's wow. fancy. It's pastries. But I've learned to just embrace them, J.E., and get that cupcake. And with that cupcake, I can say, this is me controlling my flesh. This is self-control. I'm going to eat this cupcake. I'm done. Okay? I'm done. The problem with the whole cake, J.E., is you're going to eat that whole thing. How many slices is your wife going to eat if you buy a three-layer cake? She says, she maybe one in a possible. One, what? say what? One in a possible, like spades. She one, possibly a second one. There you go. So what are you going to do with the rest of that cake, J.E.? Freeze it. That's a viable option. Come on, B.D. That's a viable option. I am a man that is called to be (laughs) salt and light. (laughs) No compromise. No compromise. I will preserve. If it's good cake, I'm going to preserve it, bro. Wrap it in three (laughs) layers of foil. Put it right there in the top part of the freezer. Okay. Listen, if there's a will, there's a way. My thing is, man, there is nothing. What if they started creating three-layer cupcakes? Oh, gosh. Come on, man. See, that's why That's why I do what I do. That's why I talk the way I talk, because innovation happens on this podcast. Mm, why yes. could, Why can't... No, no, not the small cookie. Make it a little bit bigger. Uh-huh. Make a little bit bigger. Yeah. Not not the regular size cupcakes. Make a little bit bigger. Make them three layers. Oh, a three layer cupcake. Imagine a three layer chocolate, a yellow cake with chocolate icing cupcake. I feel like that might be done. I no, it's not done. It's, it's never been done. BD, BD, why won't you let me be great? Why do you have to do research and make the people think that there's an option? There's alternatives. Yeah, it's been done. It's been done? Well... Yeah, exactly. I mean, Let there's me a picture look. here. But it hasn't been done. Not by like an institution, I don't think. Nope. But you know what? I don't got time to look at this because I don't want no, I don't, nope. My innovation stands. <laughs> Copyrighted. Yeah. Three layer cupcakes, bro, for the men. See, that's the cupcake I don't mind eating because when I peel that thing back, that little paper thing that holds the cupcake together, and they see that three layers. Go, oh, that's the man. That's a man right there. He's walking in wisdom. I res- I see what he's doing there because even with a a bigger size, like maybe bunt cake size, mm-hmm. right? The middle, the small bunt cake size. Put right. three layers on that joker. Cover the bottom up, however you want to cover it, and put a nice thing of uh, icing on top, bruh. See, see, I like to because men should not eat with their hands unless it's a sandwich or fries. No man should eat a pastry with their hands beside a dough, besides a donut. Mm, okay. Cupcakes, you eat, come on, man. That's too cute, man. 
Imagine you sitting out there in the parking lot with your window down and you trying to be in privacy and eat your cupcake. And some guy with a big, big truck with the big tires pull up beside you, brother, <laughs> and you mid biting that cute little cupcake with the frosting glitter, in the middle. glitter on your nose. <laughs> <laughs> you got your little pa- ganache on your nose, the little sprinkles in your beard. <laughs> and you trying to say what's up to him, and he's looking at you like, man, social distancing for sure with this guy. <laughs> Uh, I mean, look at the cupcakes in our background, BD. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. See, and now a, a man should eat a cupcake that is man colors, right? Dark browns, and that's it. That's it. You it has to be a chocolate. That. It has to be like a yeah. It has to be. You can't even tell it's a cupcake. It might be a brownie. <laughs> Brownies you can eat with your hands. But cupcakes, I mean, you, know, you can eat cupcakes. Here's the thing about what you can do when you're married. I mean, you can eat those cupcakes within the within the privacy of your own home, but you can't eat them in public. You can't. And I'm always with my wife. What I will not do, and I agree with you on turning down those whole food uh, cupcakes, I will not go out in public by myself and buy some foo-foo cupcakes. <clears throat> okay, maybe that's the move. Yeah. Maybe that's the move. See, for me, I like to go by myself so that my wife won't have nothing to say about what I want to do in my life. <laughs> so I see what you but still BD I still don't think I can eat a cupcake with my wife man it's I, I, it's just it's just not the same what bro. are you gonna do when y'all are on date night J.E. and y'all just went and saw a good movie and then y'all are you know strolling on the uh, strolling along you know in the outdoor mall outdoor strip whatever it is and there's a nice little cupcake shop and she wants to go get a cupcake J.E. what do you do I get her a cupcake and you go without a cupcake. Yes. <laughs> that is a man of principles. Man of principles, bro. Because first off, man, the cupcake was probably too cute for too long in that display counter. At least cupcakes don't hold moist. They, they don't hold moist like layer cakes, BD, because the layer cake is wrapped in mm-hmm. swaddling clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is wrapped in icing. Icing has butter. Butter holds the moisture in the cake. I, I don't know if this is scientifically proven, but I'm going off the top of the dome and what I think about food. Mm-hmm. That wall of chocolate holds the moisture in. That paper that's holding a cupcake, that's not holding moisture. That dr- I, I think my problem with cupcakes, I've had more dry cupcakes than moist cupcakes. Look, I will say this. These cupcake places that, that be popping up nowadays... They be having some good cupcakes. They do be moist and See, they do you, be delicious. You got your max deal. You able to get the Bugatti now. <laughs> you got the max. You got your money. You got your max deal. Your marriage is solidified. My marriage solidified too, but I'm still in my rookie contract, BD. <laughs> yeah, I got to stand to certain, certain, certain principles. Got certain to. principles. Now, t- now, when I get six years and we got kids, then that eight cupcakes make sense. Right. See, a wife alone is not worth cupcakes for me. Mm. They're too small. They're too dry. They're not enjoyable. When you have kids, you kind of have to get cupcakes. But I think for me, BD, I'm a man of principles and I'm a man of of purpose. Right. So I'm always going to see. That's what I should have did. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Mm. Next time I'm calling in. Mm. What slice cakes do y'all have available? Can you hold one to the side for me and put a a sticky note with my name, Josh or Ezzy on that? Okay. Mm -hmm actually put two slices to the side okay because every time i go to whole foods they have an abundance of cupcakes 
cupcake culture nowadays. Cupcake culture, black makeup. What? See, they trying to get rid of the men. Mm, deep <clears> conversation. That's deep. They're trying to get rid of the men. They know good and well. Well, we don't want no. We don't want no man. No manly man at our stores. Because manly men like three layer slices, bro. That's right. That's yeah, man. Actually, I'm kind of. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna do a, sli- a three layer. I, I'm gonna find somewhere this weekend. You need to go to whatever that place is that made your and and I have to give you the utmost the utmost uh, uh, uh you know the respect and and honor and reverence goes to you J E for you. staying true to your to to holding sticking to your guns all right yeah it was about two years ago that you mm-hmm. guys got married in October yes. of two thousand and I believe eighteen October thirteenth yeah you're right. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know that date. Oh, yeah, I'm good. As- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I traveled to Charlotte. I was the best man in the wedding. And after the wedding, you're welcome. You know, absolutely. Um, we were convening. You know, we had the reception. And, you know, just like every wedding, I expected to see, you know, the big towered foo-foo cake, you know, with the, you know, the butter, the, the buttercream frosting and the, and the yeah. raspberry panache in the middle or whatever, yeah. you know, the, the fancy. I, I expected that. I was like, you know, I'll politely get a little slice and nibble away at it and, you know, just com- com- converse with the people that are there. But what I didn't expect, as I turned my head to the right... I saw alone standing like a like like a like a pillar of 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 manliness and pride and and everything that we stand for is the good guys podcast standing alone was a yellow cake with chocolate icing mm-hmm. it 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 had no it had no you know fancy garbs it had no you know it, it, it foo-foo flowers it had no mm-hmm. garments no, no Not garments. Just a yellow cake swallowed in chocolate frosting. May have had, may have had his name, you know, Joshua. I don't even know what it said. And as I saw that cake, I, I, I gained newfound respect for you, J.E., as a man for saying, you know what? You can have whatever flowers you want hanging up in the church, okay? Whatever you want. The venue, you can have whatever, wherever you want. Wherever wherever you want. Okay? All of the the dresses, all of that. You choose choose all of that. It's yours. Those are your decisions to make. But this one thing, I know. But this one thing. Ooh! I will have a yellow, as for me and my wedding, We will have a yellow cake with chocolate icing. And you stood your ground, J.E., because I know they tried to come for you. I know they didn't want to let you have the cake that you wanted to have. I know it because they didn't want to let me have the cake that I wanted to have. Yeah. But you stood strong, J.E. You had a yellow cake with chocolate icing. I may or may not have eaten three-fourths of it um, myself. But but B.D., but B.D., it was for us. BD, see, as I had the last few months of singleness, mm-hmm. I sat my wife down, I sat her sister down, I sat her mom down. Yeah. And I looked them all in the eyes, all three. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, 
you can have whatever you want. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But if I do not see mm-hmm. sitting at the right hand of that fufu cake, if I do not see a yellow cake with chocolate icing, I said, don't, don't put no decorations on it. Let it just, let it just be chocolate. I said, if you want to write something, mm-hmm. let it be thin letters. Okay. I want people when they look at that cake and buy, like, oh, that cake's not cute. No. Because if it's a cute cake, people want to slice. Right. And I said this for the fellas. I was out my feeling. See, I wish I was you at my wedding, BD. Because mm. it was hard for me to truly enjoy the cake in the moment. Right. But man, when I got that cake home, man. Mm. Oh, man, I ain't used no fork, BD. I ain't used no knife, BD. <laughs> I sat that thing after I done enjoyed the festivities. Man, that cake was so good, BD. Yeah, that cake was good, man. That cake was good. You need to go wherever that was. You need to go there. I asked my wife. I'm going to have to run that back this weekend. Yeah. All right. That's enough about cake for now. For now. For now. We're going to go ahead and get into the main topic of the day. And today we are talking about how do I pursue my purpose? All right. Last time's on the Good Guys podcast. Uh, we talk about we talk about relationships. We talk about relationships in general. So we talk about relationships with the opposite sex. Um, we talk about relationship with God. And we also talk about relationship with self and things that you can do to improve yourself so that you can be better in your other relationships. I think that's an important part of it. So we definitely want to explore this topic today because a lot of times one of the main things that we focus on when we're talking about Um, finding that right person for you, we talk about their purpose and their purpose aligning with what your purpose is. So the most important thing you can do before even worrying about finding somebody to pursue or to pray to God about or whatever the case may be, is to know what your purpose is, because that's going to tell you a lot about, you know, that's going to give you a lot of insight when you are actually, you know, weighing whether or not you should talk to someone of the opposite sex that you might be interested in. If you know who you are, you need to know who you are and what your purpose is. So that's what's going to help you. So that's what we're going to talk about here today. Uh, J.E., I'm going to let you kick it off and I will chime in um, after you go ahead and and start it off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like BD said, it's very important in order to know your purpose or your person, you got to know your purpose. And in order to know your purpose, you got to know the person of God. So I'm going to go ahead and start with number one. And it's a very important point that I think a lot of us need to really process and understand in regards to uh, how to find your purpose. There's a lot of layers to purpose, how to find it or how to discover it, how to develop it, how to distribute it. Distribute it. Maybe we'll talk about the latter, latter three, two Ds later on how to um, develop your purpose and distribute it. But these points that we have today are really along the lines of how you can really find and begin the pursuit of your purpose. Number one, in order to find your purpose, you have to simplify your life and get to know the person who knows your purpose and personality well. It, <clears throat> again, it says you have to simplify your life. And get to know the person who knows your purpose and personality inside and out. Now, what does that mean? 
unfortunately, a lot of us, we have, we live complex lives. A lot of us, our lives are so cluttered. So to such a degree that we're unable to hear God clearly in order to find your purpose, you got to be in a place of being found. You got to be in a place where you're constantly tapping to God's frequency. So what I'm saying here, in order to position yourself to find your purpose, you got to remove the clutter. You got to simplify your life. It's hard to hear from God if your life is full, if your life is cluttered. You have to simplify because there's too many voices in a lot of our lives. We have mama's opinion, daddy's opinion, social media's opinion, the Twitter feed's opinion. That's why we talked about last podcast. Watch what you engage with on your social media feed because that's what you eat. You are what you eat. If that's what you feed on, that's what you're going to fulfill. And so in order to find or position yourself to discover and find your purpose, you have to simplify your life. Simplify doesn't mean that you can't do anything. It just means getting rid of the excess. Because the more you simplify your life, the more sensitive you become to the spirit of God. And then you are able to properly see what it is that you're here to do. It says simplify your life and get to know the person who knows your purpose and personality inside and out. When you simplify your life, your life becomes more still. And the more still your life becomes, the more time you have to seek God. The more time you seek God, the more sensitive to the spirit of God you become. And you're able to um, recognize purposes, lowercase p, that leads you to the platform of purpose, capital P. But in order to find your purpose, my friends, you really got to say, okay, Father, I'm going to simplify my life. I'm going to steal my life. And Lord, I'm going to seek you because you are the one that knows me inside and out. He's the one that's able to say, son, daughter, here is who you are. And the more you become aware of who you are in light of the attributes of Christ, and then you begin to see the spirit operating in your life, those fruits then you will be able to see now that I got my roots deep and now that my fruits are budding, I'm able to really offer the world shade and fruit. That's what your purpose is. Your purpose is supposed to not be so caught up in the bark, not so caught up in the tree. Your goal in life is to find the stream beneath in your roots and to produce fruit that people can feed from and be properly uh, nurtured and, and with nutrients where they're not looking for uh, where your fruit is not genetically modified, but it's actually pure organic because you in a pure uh, 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 water of God. And then you can actually offer shade, support, comfort to those people. But in order for you to even start the process of discovering or operating or finding your purpose, you must simplify your life. And how do you simplify it? Get rid of all the excess noise. Get rid of all the excess people. Get rid of all those different things that keeps you distracted and get to know the person who knows your purpose and person inside out. Get to know God, man. Fellowship with him. And that's how you begin to discover what it is that he wants you to do in his life. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And, and we're talking about pursuing our purpose. So this is kind of like the laying the groundwork, preparing, yeah. you know, the soil to hear uh, from God and, and for what your purpose is. And that's that's critical. Like simplify your life. Watch what you're listening to. Watch what you're putting in. Um, and then that's how you're going to understand and, 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 and hear what you need to be giving out. Right. So you need to filter what you're taking in. So that God can put in uh, so so that God can put stuff inside of you that you can there then, you know, put out 
into the world because that's what your purpose is. <clears throat> you have to filter. You have to filter. Uh, you know, we, we get caught up so much in constantly having noise, constantly having, you know, influences and things in our ears. Like we can't go five minutes and just sit still. We can't do it. Like we're constantly, we're listening to music in the car. We're, we're, we're watching something on TV and we spend so much time and we spend, you know, precious time doing that. And it's not really helping us. And there's nothing wrong with watching TV from time to time. But if you don't know what your purpose is, you need to be intentional about making sure that, hey, I'm setting aside a time aside to just sometimes cut off everything. Right. Spend time with God. Get to know God. Get to know God. Spend time in the word. Spend time understanding the nature of God. Spend time, like J.E. said, getting to know the attributes of God. And, and, and modeling your life after that, becoming more like Christ. And that's that's when that's like I said, that's the groundwork, because if you're not, you know, if you if you don't have that foundation, if you are not becoming like Christ, then you're I mean, you know what I mean? You're not going to be able to carry out the purpose that he has for you. You might end up over in left field somewhere uh, with a whole something that's not even your purpose, not your calling or anything like that. I think that's what happens a lot of times. We just go through life. I'm going to be honest, transparency, like the, the the quarantine was one of the best things that happened to me in a long time because it made me slow yeah. down and just have, you know, time to really just reflect and think about, all right, cool. This is where I've been. This is what's going on. Like, man, you know what? I'm not going to lie. Like, I have not spent time with God like I used to. I need to get back, you know, and increase that amount. I need to increase the time, the quiet time that I've been praying and talking to God. And it's been amazing. Like I've had so much, so many new ideas, so much inspiration. Like that's where that stuff comes from. God will talk to you. He'll give you ideas. He'll give you concepts. He'll give you dreams and visions, but you have to spend time with him. Sometimes you got to turn the TV off. Sometimes you got to turn the computer, the, 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 your phone, you get, sometimes you got to turn it off. So that is critical, man. Spend that time, do the groundwork, prepare yourself, uh, prepare the soil so that God can plant on the inside of you what his purpose for you is. And that's just real talk, man, <clears throat> because we are living in the last days. The Bible says, um, I forgot the scripture. I think it's in Ephesians five, I think 15 through 17. It says, um, um, I forgot what it says, man, but it was talking about making the best use of the time because the days are evil. We have to get to a place where we say, you know what, God, I'm not going to waste my life. And I tell people, this is how you spell time. You spell time L-I-F-E. That's how you spell time because your time is your life. And when you get to know the person of God and you steal your life, you will begin to see just how serious life is and how superficial a lot of people live it. And then as you engage the person of God, he'll begin to shape your perspectives of life. Then you'll begin to have his worldview. You begin to walk in his level of understanding. You'll begin to walk in that wisdom where you're able to say no to this person and keep your life simplified, keep your life specific, keep your life structured and supported by systems so that you can continuously to see the mark of the high calling, keep seeing the goals, keep seeing the overall picture of life. And then you'll be able to say, man, I live fulfilled. My goal is to live full and die empty. I don't got time, man. 
I don't got time to be worrying about what other people are doing, being online, caught up with other people are saying about life. I can't even find my books right now, but I'm on to the next book. You see what I'm saying? And I got these books right here. Give me one sec. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that this is purpose, man. This is purpose. You see that? That's purpose. And my thing is I can't sit there and, and increase just because I got married, just because I increased to another level doesn't mean I increase ec- extra stuff. No, I got to keep my life simple because we are pilgrims passing through. We are on a mission. Right. Either you on a mission or you missing the mission. And that's why I'm telling people, how many missed calls do you have from God? God is calling you. God is calling you to time with him. But what we do is we block his number or we got or we 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 got somebody else in place of Christ that we have. It was a graven image. We 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 just don't we don't answer the call. And I don't care how insecure and inadequate it's the presence of God that increases the fullness of joy. The Bible says in his presence, there's a fullness of joy. It's hard for insecurities to live in joy. It's hard for inadequacies to live in joy. It's hard for fear to live in joy because joy is a perspective. Joy says, I know who I am, I know whose I am, and I know what I'm supposed to do for the I am. You see what I'm saying? And that's what happens when you say, you know what? I'm tired of working for this person. I'm tired of just living through life, going with the going with the motions or going with the emotions. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to listen to what them guys saying. I'm going to simplify my life and I'm going to seek God because God is saying, I fearfully and wonderfully made you. Many are the plans that I have for you. I was the one that the one that knew you before you was even developing your mother's womb. I sent you here with a purpose. But it's unfortunate, BD, how many people live 20 to 25 years, no clue of their purpose, 40 years, no clue. And your purpose was inside of you the whole time. I was a writer before 19. I was a speaker before I found out and I spoke at my first event at 22. I was all those things. But what happened in society? Bring a child into society. If you're born as a black person or color of skin in America, tell that kid the white man has everything and, and they know everything. You ain't going to be scared of the boogeyman all the days of your life. Or if you brought up in a household where they talk about you should be a doctor, you should be a lawyer, you should be this. All, it was crazy how we we're born into societies and families where we're told opposite of what we are. That's why before I have children, before me and I have children, I'm already seeking God right now. What are they supposed to do? So I can paint the wall in accordance to the color of their purpose so that I can put things in their room beforehand. I'm not, I don't got to wait to look at my children and be like, what they're going to be? I ask God, what is my son supposed to be? What is my daughter supposed to be? And I will be proactive in making sure that I, as a father, and BD does it as well, to make sure that they are are structured and supported and aiming at the right direction of their purpose so they could be masters of their craft. But if I don't know my purpose, will my children know their purpose? If you don't know your purpose, then you're going to have a a purposeless uh, minded person walking through life with no sense of identity, no sense of value, no sense of where one thing that I'm thankful for my dad and me and him are great to this day. I really appreciate him. The one thing he told me when I was young, he says, boy, son, you a chief in Nigeria. That's why I got this crazy complex right now. (laughs) I was told as a young man that you are a chief in Nigeria. You a king. And you know what my last name is in Nigeria? My last name means king. Ezzy means king. So all these people who's been calling me Ezzy, I used to laugh at kids in middle school. I said, when they be like, you ain't no chief in Nigeria. I said, well, you call me king every day because y'all always call me Ezzy. 
You see what I'm saying? But when you have that mindset, you can do anything. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to say with this first point is simplify your life. Make your life sensitive. Make your spirit sensitive. Seek God. And I'm telling you right now, do not let tonight go by without saying, God, what did you send me here to do? What did you send me here to do? And God's grace, which is sufficient and that's able to redeem the time will say, baby, baby boy, young girl, I'm glad you asked. This is what you're here to do. Because when you're in the presence of God and people are like, well, Josh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not separated from God's presence. If my wife was in this room right now and I was, I'm not doing a podcast, but if my wife and I are in the same room and my mind is somewhere else, I'm not in her presence. Uh-uh. Being in someone's presence means being mentally in that presence. So God's presence everywhere. Like you hear me the analogy with a cell phone. If my cell phone, oh, look at that 5S. Golly, what? That, that is really small. That's crazy. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Kids be talking. Kids be talking joking about me all the time. Mr. Ezzy, your phone. I can't even see your phone. Your hand bigger than your phone. <laughs> I say, you know what, kids? You know what? Let me see your phone. Let me dial my number on your phone and see if it works. Mm. You got those six S's, those six, seven pluses and eight pluses, but all you doing is asking me for the Wi-Fi code. Did you get a new 5S? That thing looks crispy, man. Hey, no, this thing is about two years old, bro. It's crispy. Okay. Anyway, Jesus paid the bill for us to have access to the network. If we rely on his payment, we'll always have access. But what oftentimes happens is we take the SIM card out of our phone and say, I don't want I don't want your services. I'm gonna go purchase my own SIM card and try to make payments for myself. So what happens is we disconnect ourselves from the network of God to do our own thing. But the purpose of finding your purpose is to be mentally tapped into the person of God to say, God, here am I, your servant heareth, here am I, send me. You're, That's it, baby. Uh, That's uh, that. Yeah, you're 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 doing the points first today. Oh, oh, well, well, for those that's on my channel, the Coach <laughs> Josh channel, we're gonna go ahead and um stop the video right there. And there's a link to the full podcast below. Oh, there we go. Take, mm-hmm. take, the link to the full podcast is below. The rest of the podcast will continue on on the good guys channel. So I'm gonna give y'all, I'm gonna go ahead and post in a live feed right now, but for those who's watching later. Uh, on the good guys cha- or watch later on my page or listening later I'm going to go ahead and post the link for y'all so that y'all are able to go ahead and watch the rest of the points and the rest of the podcast so go ahead and hop over to the because uh, most of y'all are watching on my page and uh, go ahead and hop over there to the good guys um, channel give me one second as I go ahead and post the link in the chat box here so for those who are watching on the Coach Josh page it, to watch the rest of the podcast Head over there. The link is in the chat box right there on both there. Go ahead and head over there now. And we'll love to do the rest of the podcast over there. And um, give me an opportunity to do so. And we'll see you guys over there. All right, here we go. All right. We are exclusively live on the Good Guys channel. All right. And for those of y'all coming over from Josh's page, as you make your transition, as you come on in the room, okay, as you look for the good seat, all right, so that you can be, you know, be prepared to hear what we got to say, 
make sure that on your way to your seat, Ooh, you hit that subscribe button. All right, just uh, just click it real quick. So that that way, next time, next week, you'll already be on the good guys page. You won't even have to slide on over and do none of that. You'll already be, you'll have the good seat. All right. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know whenever we are going live with an episode of the good guys podcast. All right. All right. J.E., you ready to go to point number two on how to pursue our purpose? You know, good and well, this is not my, uh, <laughs> I'm struggling, but I'm going to get through these points. Beating usually <laughs> the one that, that gets the play going. I'm over here like, bro, I'm supposed to be coming off you. I know. Yeah, I'm like, J.E. <laughs> All right. Um, Number two, in order to find your purpose mm-hmm. and to fulfill it, you got to find your natural pull. You got to find your natural pull packaged within a problem in this world. Specify your core passions. That's the reason why BD's let me do this because he knows, hey, J.E.'s points be so deep. You be having <laughs> two or three different points. I'm like, I'm going to just let you kick that off so I can see where you're going with it. And then I'm going to ride off of that. All right. Find your natural pull. Like, like, I am pulled to something in life. You are pulled to something in life. You are full of things that is supposed to fill an empty space in this world. That's why you have to understand that you naturally have that pull. Every time I talk to someone online or, or that I life coach one-on-one, I ask them, what do you feel like you're here to do? Or what do you get excited about? Right. What pulls you? And they, they come on the phone, coach, I'm going through this. And as soon as I ask that question, they face light up. They start talking. And I always set a timer on my phone. And they'll go for five to seven minutes. Yep. They go for five to seven to eight minutes. Coach, am I talking too much? No, keep going. And after every time they do, I said, see, you know your purpose the whole time. You knew what you was here to do. There's a natural pull that pulls you. Some some people are pulled to kids in a proper way. Some people are pulled to women, women to women. Some men are pulled to men. Some people are pulled to be pastors. Some people are pulled to be entrepreneurs. Some people are pulled to be all these different things. You got to fill the pool. And when you feel that pull from the presence of God, you will have God's burden and God's perspective of that thing on your heart. And then you will be able to see how to serve that particular thing properly. So what's pulling you? What's driving you? And unfortunately, we are allowing people to jump in the, in the driver's seat of our lives, leading us to what they want us to live as they live vicariously through us. Listen, you're going to stand before God, you and you. You, I don't care how upset your mom gets, upset your dad gets. I don't care how upset your friends get. You got to stand before God to be held accountable for what you did in this body. You see what I'm saying? So purpose is, it's like what naturally pulls me. What pulls me is also what I despise, not despise, but what I hate about this world. I hate people not knowing truth. I hate people not walking in truth. I hate when people procrastinate and are lazy. So I'm pulled to develop product. I call myself a resource developer. I used to say, well, Josh, I would be like, well, I'm just a writer or I'm a speaker. No, I say I'm a resource developer. I develop resources that helps people make sense of their life. That's that's the name of my, that's on the top of my YouTube channel. I help people make sense of their lives. 
A lot of people are walking through life clueless of who they are and who they could be in Christ. I also, my other mission statement or my other goal for my videos and what I do is to help people grow holistically for God's optimal use. My goal is to equip God's people to be optimally used by God in an effective, efficient level of mastery where God is getting a lot of glory and a lot of fruit from that person's life. And so you see how simple down to two sentences my overall purpose is? And that's what you get from the presence of God. And as you mature in the things of God, it gets clearer, it gets clearer, it gets clearer because being pulled to something is your compassion. Your compassion is a place that's asking your passions to come towards it. That's where your compassion is. I have a compassion for that because your passion, that thing is asking your passion to come towards it. But the presence of God helps you pace yourself so that you won't be misused in these environments that's beckoning you to come towards it. So again, number two, for how to find your purpose is to find your natural God-given pool. That's why the scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That doesn't mean you can do everything. Jesus is not going to strengthen you to do my thing. He's not going to strengthen you to do Brandon's thing. You can do all the things that has been allocated for you to do. That's what he's going to strengthen you to do. So when you feel that strong pull, you got to walk in that pool. You got to walk in that through the presence of God that has strengthened you to be able to serve that thing adequately and to and ensure that that thing is able to fish for itself and grow despite from you. Your purpose should not be all about you. Your purpose should not be about what you can get from something. It's all about making that thing legitimate enough to be able to live on its own sufficiency. So point number two on how to find your purpose. And again, these videos is to help you develop the groundwork, the groundwork of how to discover your purpose. I have tons of videos on my page and, and, and this was about to be a four hour podcast if I really went through all those points. Okay, so find your natural pool packaged within a problem in this world. You were sent here. You were sent here by God. When we came in this world, we came with everything packaged inside of us. Unfortunately, though, those things that was packaged inside of us have trash and dirt all top of it. And for many of us, we never get to that place of revelation where we're able to see or allow that uh, gift to find, find life. But a lot of these problems in our world right now is because a lot of people are not pursuing a purpose. There's a problem in this world you are supposed to feel, fit, fulfill and solve. Last point, you got to specify your core passions. Specify. I had, I had hoop dreams, BD. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we both had hoop dreams. That was a passion of ours. Still do. Still do. Still do. <laughs> but it, um, the, the ceiling is the YMCA. Yeah. <laughs> as far as we're gonna go. Okay. Maybe I'll help my nephew get to that level, the level that I couldn't get to. Right. But that is not my predominant passion anymore. Right. So you have to specify your core passion. And unfortunately, for a lot of people, the reason why, why many people do not find their purpose and don't thrive in them, BD, is because they haven't allowed that first dream to die. Mm, that's a good one. They haven't let that first dream die. You got to let that first dream die. Yep. And what I mean by that, BD, is you got to let mama's dream die. Mm. You got to let daddy's dream die. Because what happens, you know, it's not even, it's not even, it's the mid-20 crisis. 
It's the people go through mid 20 crisis right now because they went through the family bubble, uh-huh. the elementary bubble, the middle school, high school bubble, uh-huh. the indoctrinations in college. And then you step out in the real world and the real world hits you in the mouth and you have no passion. See, your purpose, you will always have fuel for. Your purpose, you will always have. Like, you know how many times I wanted to quit this thing? But I couldn't quit. I couldn't quit because it was, it was, if I quit on this, I quit on me. Right. But many of us haven't even let them real selves live. But you have to let those other dreams die. My hoop dreams been dead. I, the, the NBA version of my hoop dreams. Mm-hmm. Being a legend in my community, still th- still going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still going. But that's point number two, BD. Yeah, and, and that's a good one. And I mean, we talk about purpose all the time. And like it is so important, guys. Like, I can't stress this enough. Like, you were put here on this earth for a reason. Okay, we were not we're not made to just be here and work a job and pay bills and die. We're not. And and yes, you are going to get married. If you're already married, you are married. If you already have a family, you're going to have be married, have family and produce godly seed. That's awesome. But your purpose extends beyond that. Now, that's your most important ministry. Don't get that twisted at all. But you also have a purpose. You also have gifts. You also have talents on the inside of you that God put up specifically on the inside of you for a specific reason, purpose or call. And what I do want to say, it's not always like, you know, J.E. writes books and, 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 and does the YouTube ministry and things like that everybody's not called to be a pastor. Everybody's not called to write, you know, write, write books and things like that. You know, it, what you have to pay attention to are number one, what are you passionate about? Like J.E. said, what is your, your, where does your attention naturally go when you're, you know, just sitting on the couch and watching TV and scrolling through YouTube? What kind of things do you pay attention to that you're just interested in, just naturally interested in? What kind of things are you passionate about? Those are things that you want to pay attention to. And then you want to pay attention to what kind of things are you naturally good at? Like that you can do with the least amount of effort, but it's like impeccable. And people are like, wow, that's really good. And you're like, well, I I don't know. That wasn't hard. Like it wasn't hard for you. It wasn't difficult for you. Those are the kinds of things. That's your gift, right? That is where that's your gift. That's God made you that way for, for a specific reason. So you need to pay attention to that. And then you need to pay attention to what things are you naturally interested in? What things are you passionate about? Um, it could be something, a, a, a challenge, a personal challenge that, or, or a situation that you endured that you want to help other people with. So you have your gift and you have your passion. And together, those make your purpose, right? So, you know, uh, J.E.'s gift is he has the gift of gap. He can talk all day. He can write. He's passionate about helping people. Always has been since high school, helping people, you know, coaching people, guiding people. So he put that gift along with that passion and he has his purpose. Right. Same thing with me. My gift. I'm a creator. I can write. I can create music. Uh, You know, I, I like editing videos and things like that. I'm good at that. I, that's why I can cut hair because it's creating. 
Mm-hmm. I don't. I haven't been to barber school, but I can cut better than half the barbers out here because I'm a creator. What am I passionate about? I'm passionate about a lot of things, but uh, for me, it, it's a, a challenge that I had in my life. You know, uh, a couple of my kids have disabilities, so I use my creativity to encourage other families who may be going through the same thing that you still can have a thriving marriage. You can still have a thriving relationship with God. You can still have an awesome family and awesome, you know, life. So that, that my, my, my gift with my passion, that is my purpose, right? So that's what you have to do. You have to pay attention to these things. And I, I, again, you don't just go through life guys just, you know, working your job and paying your bills. And that's not a life lived. That's not a life, you know, where God is using you. He wants to use you. We need what it is that you have to offer the world. We do. We We need it. You are robbing us of what it is that God has given you to to give to society. If you are not doing doing the work uh, and paying attention and being intentional about figuring out what your purpose is, the people that created uh, Facebook and social media and, and, and all that, they changed the world. And they weren't, you know, they're not necessarily using it for God, but they sure did find out what their purpose was. They found out what their gift and what they're passionate about, and they changed the world. God wants you to do the same thing, but for him to bring glory to him. That's right. So that's why we more than anybody have to make sure that we are doing that. All right. I don't even know what the point was. Am I talking about what the point was? Yeah, Here no, you, we, we talk, <laughs> yeah, you are, BD. You are. Okay, just making sure I didn't go off on a tangent. No, yeah, no. Specify your core passions. That, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So, yeah, and it goes back to the first point. Sometimes you got to turn off the TV, guys. Sometimes you got to, you know, sometimes you got to get quiet and get still and spend time with God and just really reflect and think about what kinds of things, like, what am I here for, God? I don't want to just, you know, go through life. I don't want to, you know, just pay my bills and and, and and die with all of these gifts and all these talents and all these abilities on the inside of me that, that could have been used. Who knows what I could have done? Who knows how many lives I could have impacted? And like I said, <clears throat> doesn't necessarily mean like just, you know, direct like ministry, like a pastor of a church doesn't mean you have to be a pastor of a church, guys. You could be uh, a frying chicken and you could start a restaurant. But within that restaurant, you know, you take time to go talk to your customers or you you donate, you know, meals to uh, homeless and needy and witness to them as you do that. Like anything that you do, God can use. But you have to know what it is that you're good at. If I'm cutting hair, I can be witnessing to every person I cut their hair and just dropping gems and 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 they see, hey man, it's something different about you. You kick yeah. knowledge, <clears throat> spit wisdom. That could be my purpose. That could be, you know what I mean, how God uses me. So it can be anything, but you just have to find out what it is. And BD, I want to add this because don't despise your gift. When I was in middle school, man, I used to hate, despise. People who had visible gifts, people who could sing, people who can rap, people who can beatbox, people who could uh, draw, people who could dance. Because in middle school and high school and elementary, it was all about the expressive gifts. It wasn't really much about the intellect. I didn't really have intellectual giftings in regards to being able to get math equations. That wasn't my gifting. 
but boy, did I get in trouble for talking a lot. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Boy, did I give good advice. I got yearbooks right now. If I can go to the garage and find them, I got yearbooks from sixth grade from people say, Josh, thanks for the advice. Right. No matter, <clears throat> no matter how many years you live without doing your purpose, I bet you somebody sees it because you naturally do it. I was naturally giving advice. I, I was able to give perspective. Always have. I was witty. I was sharp. And, and, and my giftings and what I want to make sure people understand, do not limit your gifting. Right. My gifting was not just to be a writer. Most people, I'm just a writer. No, I'm a wordsmith. Mm. I get all the way down to the bare floor of what I'm good at. And words is what I'm good at. So instead of saying I'm just a writer, no, I'm a wordsmith. That means I can speak. That means I can write. That means I can coach. That means I can, I can, I can develop systems and strategies. See, there's a lot. There's a lot to you. But what we do, well, I guess I just put, no, 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 no. God is too big for boxes, man. He gave you an open plane, a world as your canvas. Paint, my friends, paint. And so what we got to understand is that we can't just do our purpose for self-centeredness. We got to give God the glory. He's, God is the only one who is able to handle glory. None of us are good at it. So that's why when we're in the presence of God, we have the right perspective where we're able to say, okay, God, I'm going to master my gift so that you get premium glory. Every day I'm on my, I'm on my craft. Every day I'm sharpening my wordsmith ability. Every day. Because I want God to get premium glory. So I master my gift. And the reason why I master my gift is because I recognize how good God is. When you know how good God is, you want to give him your best. Mm. That's why we said number one is being in his presence to really recognize just how good he is. But coach, God, how good is God? God ain't did nothing for me in years. No, God has done something for you every millisecond of your life. Take a deep breath. That's the goodness of God. Mm. So when you understand how, because what messed up most people, they look, they only measure the goodness of God based upon the great things he does. Also, what people, that's why the devil messes with your mind about marriage because he knows marriage is a little ways off. He messes with you about promotion because promotion is a little ways off. So what he's saying is God ain't did nothing for you lately because you only measure God based upon the big things he do. Right. Versus saying, God, every time I wake up, BD, most of the time, whatever my eyes lay on, I'm, I'm grateful for. If I wake up on my back and I look up at the ceiling, I'm glad. God, I thank you for a roof. Yep. After the roof, I look to my wife. God, I thank you for an amazing wife. When I get off that bed and I put that foot down, man, no matter how crazy it was hooping yesterday, God, even though I may not be able to walk straight in these first few steps, I'm glad that I'm walking crazy right now. Right. I'm glad I can see. I'm glad, God. That goodness, <clears throat> that recognized goodness of God that you are able to recognize, it leads to saying, God, I want to serve you. And then it leads to mastery. And then mastery leads to the master getting premium glory out of your gift. And so what we're trying to say is, is that you got to say, okay, what's pulling me? See, don't be pulled to your purpose without first being pulled to the person. Mm. The, per you, the greatest pull you should have is not to be Martha, but to be Mary. Mm -hmm. Jesus and his boys was walking. Jesus was walking through a village. Martha was like, yo, y'all want to come in at the house? Martha was known for her chicken. Martha was known for her cooking. 
All right. I'm just joking. I'm adding some stuff. But Martha was known. Jesus was like, oh, Mar Jesus knew. Jesus was like, yo, we're going to walk. Listen, disciples, we're going to rock. Walk, we're going to walk through Martha's village. Going to walk through Martha's village because Martha be making them biscuits, yo. Making that good chicken. She's going to naturally, by default, let us into the crib. Okay, back to the story. Mm -hmm. Martha said, fellas, y'all come on in and eat, right? The fellas come in and guess what this woman named Mary did? She said, I don't care what the culture says. The culture said that women were not supposed to eat at the feet. Culturally, back in that Bible day, women were not supposed to be in the presence of teachers. So Martha culturally was doing the right thing. College was the right thing. Doing this was the right thing. It was cultural, 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 cultural. And many people are pulled to cultural things and get frustrated when they see somebody else doing something countercultural. Hmm. So Mary was more pulled to the feet of Jesus than pulled to the cultural norms. And then Martha was getting all making noises, dropping plates, making noises, got mad at Jesus. Jesus, why tell my sister to come in there and help me? Jesus said, Martha, Martha, be, watch how Jesus said things two times. He wants you to know the emphasis. Martha, Martha, you are troubled and anxious for many things. But Jesus said one thing is necessary. And Mary chose it. And this won't be taken from her. So what I'm saying is many people are so pulled. We don't, we don't want y'all to get, get it twisted. They're so pulled, so pulled to their purpose, but never pulled to the feet of Jesus. The pull to the feet of Jesus should be greater than the pull your feet is towards your purpose. Point number three. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't let me lead, BD. This is yeah, going to be a we'll sermon. We'll back next week. <laughs> yeah. You let me lead, bro. People getting delivered in the comments. <laughs> People finding Christ anew in the comments. <sighs> you supposed to guide me, not us, not me guide us. I've got it. I've got to get to the feet of Jesus. <laughs> look, look, revival in the comments. <laughs> I got to get to the feet of Jesus. Woo. Hey, I got to get to the feet of the most high. Mm. Point number three, because BD, um, watch, <laughs> he watches online chat. I'm, I'm, I'm not walking in my gift right now. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> walking in my gift. You can't let me loose in my gift. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Have you seen the time, the time lengths of my videos, BD? I see that we're an hour and nine minutes in, so and we haven't even got to point three. We're, we're not even at point three. <laughs> Next why I moderate. <laughs> point number three, real quickly, and we out because we got a good uh, top five for y'all this evening. Mm, we do. Look for purpose in every moment. Have purpose perspective. Be patient. <laughs> real quickly. As I close, look for purpose. You know, that's a lot. Look for purpose in every moment. What do I mean by that? In order to, 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 to get onto the platform of your purpose, capital P, mm -hmm. you got to be okay with purposes, lowercase p. Okay. How can you maximize the big moment of purpose, the visible moment of purpose, if you can't manage the invisible, hidden, lowercase p forms of purpose? The Bible is very clear on what a man should do, what a woman should do, what a believer should do in their everyday life. In order to find your purpose, you must find yourself in purpose in every moment. Do you not understand there's a purpose for every moment of your life? Many people's like, but Josh, but Josh, what is, what is, what is, what is my purpose? 
I bet you if you if you if you find yourself at the feet of Jesus, filled with joy. And the verse that the Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad. I will, I will rejoice and be glad in it. The reason why many of us or many people are not fulfilling their purpose, BD, and those watching is because they're too busy looking at tomorrow. Mm. They're too busy looking at the purpose of tomorrow. Versus this is the day that the Lord has made. The sun rises and the sun sets for us all the same. Right. But never, not every day is made the same. The day for BD today was different in mine. He went to a different store than I went to today. He had a different schedule than I had today. Same day, but uniquely tailored to us. But if I get so caught up on thinking about tomorrow, I will never see the gift or the present of the day. That's why they call the present a present. But how many of us got boxes and boxes and boxes of presents unopened by the wasted days that we, ne we, we never opened? You got, in order to find your purpose, you got to find yourself in the moment. And patience is there. Perspective is there. Then you're able to say, you know what, God, what do you have for me to do now? Because typically and usually, if you are purposeful and mindful of every moment, you will find yourself walking in purpose. So my goal for point number three is for you to say, you know what, God, I don't care if today is not tomorrow. But I'm going to realize that tomorrow is not promised. Those who think tomorrow is promised are not productive today. Those who live as if tomorrow's not promised are productive today. Let me repeat it. Those who live as if tomorrow's not promised are not. Oh, those who live as, as if tomorrow is promised are not productive today. Those who live as if tomorrow's not promised, they are productive. I, I don't think about tomorrow. Of course I do. I think about the cupcake. I already got my idea and thoughts from the cake, three like say three layer cake for Friday. I already got that in my mind. But I'm doing what I need to do today so I can enjoy that cake. If I keep eating crazy today, I'm not gonna really be. I, I'm not gonna feel good about eating that cake on Friday. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, tomorrow's not promise. I don't want to wake up my eyes in heaven tomorrow and realize that I had a bunch of wasted days. You got to find the purpose for every moment, and you also got to have purpose perspective. Every moment is a moment of purpose. It may not be in your gifting realm. It may not be you drawing, writing, speaking, but it is in who you are as a person in Christ. Your purpose in being a believer, a light, a person that bears light, a person that's a salt carrier. And last but not least, you got to be patient. In order to um, find your purpose, you got to let your purpose find you. And you know, me and BD play ball. And what did coaches always say? Let the game find you. That's what said? Let the game find you? Let the game come to you. Let the game come to you. <clears throat> Don't just go into the game already just like, I'm just going to shoot a bunch of shots. No, the game may make you a passer today. Oh, that's good revelation. Today might not be a day for you to get buckets. It may be a day for you to box out, rebound, do the dirty work. See what I'm saying? So purpose is not about, I'm going to do this. And I know it's like, no, I'm going to let the game come to me. I'm going to let purpose find me. Because what if God wants me to be a rebounder today and not a score? Mm. So that's my thought for that, BD. Yeah, and, that, and that's good. Um, because, you know, the previous point we talked about, you know, your, 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 your grand purpose, you know, what your gift is, what your, you know, the purpose that God has specifically for you, 
But like you alluded to, J.E., like we all are called to be, you know, the salt of the earth. We are all called to be a light every sure. day. So even if you're in a season where you're not sure what your ultimate purpose is, what God has you here to accomplish um, through your gifts, through your, uh, you, know, you know, the abilities that he's given you, every single day we're called to be the light of the world that's right so every single day your prayer should be as you're praying as you're as you're on you know on the way to the job or if you get up early and you spend time with god hey god how can you use me today that's right right i don't necessarily know you know what what great calling it is that you have for me just yet i i haven't ascertained that yet but how can you use me today i don't want to wait until then for you to use me can you use me now with what I have now, can you use me today? Talk to God and ask him and and he'll lead you into situations like J.E. said, you know, you let it come to you. He'll put you in the right place. It could be that you speak a word of encouragement to somebody. It could be everybody at your job is complaining about the, you know, the job and the boss and everything like that. And you just come in and you interrupt that conversation and, and you point out, you know, a positive about the job or something like that, that just changes the conversation. When you come into the room, the atmosphere shifts. It could just be that it could be God places in your heart. Hey, I need to call this family member today. You don't know what's going on with them. You give them a call and you speak, you know, encouragement and life into them. And they might call you back a week or a month later and be like, man. Remember that day you had called me out the blue? Like, bro, I was really going through it, man. Like, I really needed to hear what you spoke into me. Like, we can all do that right now. If you're listening to this podcast, I know that you have a relationship with God. I know that you're seeking God. I know that you have uh, wisdom on the inside of you. So don't hold it to yourself. Be a light. Look for opportunities. God, how can you use me now? Right now, you can walk in your purpose by being a light because we are all called to do it, guys. Let me tell you this, man. <clears throat> I'm going to make this very brief because these two sentences that I'm about to say right now, that's a 40 minutes apiece. The best ability is availability. Listen, God ain't looking for you, looking for it. And that's, many people got all the ability, but they don't have availability. God right. can do more with the person that's available Right. Then he can be a, a do a person that's got all the abilities in the world, but is not available. God is looking for availability. He's not. He don't care about your ability. God used a little farmer boy, a little shepherd boy, to put a bullet through the forehead of a giant. You see what mm. I'm saying? He uses the people that people looked over. His own dad wouldn't even allow him in the house to be to be examined to see if he was king. Nope. So what God is saying is that I don't care about your degrees. I don't care about you and what you know and who you know. God don't care about that. I don't got a college degree and I don't care less because it ain't about, that's why one thing about me, BD, I don't care about who's who. I'm a part of the who's who. See, my mindset is this. If I know God, I'll have access to anybody he wants me to have. I don't got a brown nose. I don't got to do a dance for master or black master, a white master. I don't got to do nothing. I sit back calmly because I know you're going to be looking for me. Because if I know God, I have access. And my last point on this, don't wait for a platform to perform. Mm. If you ain't hear nothing we said today, 
Don't wait for a platform to perform. So many people are saying, I'm not going to perform until I have a platform. Mm -mm. Every day I'm called to be a light. There you go. And a salt shaker. Himalayan salt, preferably. Last point on that because we got time. Time is rocking and rolling. <laughs> See, BD, next week, next week I would definitely be doing this. BD will call. <laughs> I will not be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be doing it. We've never been this deep in an hour and towards an hour and 30. We are hour 20 in. That's your fault, BD. Ain't got nothing to do with me. Real quick, last two points and we're done. <laughs> four and five. We're going to do four and five right off the gate. <laughs> right. You got to develop purposeful patterns, habits. Maybe we'll do another video on habits. Maybe we'll do one on good habits to have as a single person, good habits to have as a person, period. But in order to find your purpose, you got to have developed good purposeful patterns, time management, um, mind management, different purpose habits like that. You are what you habitually do. Repetition is the mother of learning. Simple as that. Anything you want to add on that, BD? That's pretty much it. I'm, a, I'm, yeah, that's good. Okay, number five. Don't make it about money. Don't make it about money. What that means is your purpose should not have nothing to do about money. Now, money comes. The Bible says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you." You see what I'm saying? So, if you make it about money, then you start acting funny. You make it about his glory, then you will have a fulfilled story. Bars. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if it's all about money, you start acting funny because the more money you get, the more hilarious you become. You see what I'm saying? But the more you about God's glory, money. Listen, I'd never chase money. Right. Money always finds me. I, I finish my purpose. I do my purpose. Money finds me. Money never finds half done stuff. Money rarely finds people who ain't really about fulfilling their purpose. If you want generational wealth and success, find your calling. If you if you are focused on a career versus your calling, your career can be in jeopardy because your career is in the hands of man. That's your right. calling is in the hands of God. I know that's right. If you fulfill your calling, money will always be looking for you. But if you focus on a career, they can get rid of that. So you know how many people are trained to be career men and career women versus ownership? That's another video for the other day about ownership. But that's it. That's our top five <laughs> things. How to discover your purpose and walk in fulfillment in Christ. Just to uh, piggyback off of that last point about don't yeah. make it about money. I ain't going to go along because, yeah, we got to get to the last part. But yeah. um, that, <clears throat> that's important, though. That's important. Um, I don't want to rush through that one because that, that one is important. You cannot make it about money. The Bible says your gift will make room for you. That's right. Okay. So it, what that means is it's you're going to be fine. Like God's going to make sure that you have everything that you need when you pursue your purpose and your gift. And no, it's not it, it out the gate. It might not be the option that's bringing you the most money. <clears throat> right but it's going to make room for you. God will ensure that that happens. Now, we're not advocating on the Good Guys podcast. Go quit your job and no, just no, run no. after your purchase, uh, your purpose. No. <laughs> what you do is both of us are still working our nine to five. Still doing but it. what we're also doing at the same time is we're pursuing our purpose, right? So you 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 pursue your purpose, you hone your gift, you make it into a, a, a skill <clears throat> that God can really use and when as you do that and you're still working it's so that's the thing 
you have to utilize your time. When we talked about the previous point, uh, 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 as far as habits, uh, what was it called? De develop purpose purposeful patterns. That's what we're talking about. You, you, we don't have time to sit around and watch TV for hours on end. We don't have time to play video games. And you know what I mean? It, it doesn't mean you don't have any time for relaxation, but you just have to be, hey, you might have to schedule that thing. Hey, from six to seven. And that, that's how it is for me. I get off work at five o'clock. I'm home at six o'clock from you know six to eight. I'm spending time with my kids and my wife. And then after that, I'm grinding, right? So I I have to structure my days. I can't just go through the day just lollygagging on, you know, all right, um, cool. All right, I think I'll watch some TV now. All right, I think I'll eat. Like, no, you got to be pur purposeful about your days, about planning your days if you want to be operating in your purpose. Mm -hmm. so, um, so, so if you have to still work your nine to five, that's fine. Do that until your purpose can become, you know, until your purpose makes room for you, your gift makes room for you. It will. That doesn't mean it's going to happen instantaneously. Doesn't mean you're going to be able to do it full time from the jump. But it will make room for you. So don't chase money. Don't say, oh, well, that doesn't make any money. I can't do that. Well, you can just keep make your it. nine to five <laughs> and do it on the side. That's right. You make it make money. You see right. what I'm saying? I, I had a bunch of thoughts in my mind. I ain't going to labor long on this, but I made my ideas make money. I believe in residual income and residual impact. That's what your purpose does. It brings residual income and it offers residual impact. And a purpose pattern is simply just saying I have purpose for every hour of my day. And don't work for the man more than you work for the man. Don't work for the man more than you work for yourself. Okay, cool. You gave them eight hours. Give yourself at least half of that. Give yourself four every day and see where you get to. Every day I'm giving myself four to five hours. I'm, I subtract my sleep. I take hours from my sleep, six hours, because I got goals, man. Sometimes I get eight, sometimes I get six, sometimes I get four. Because I refuse to give everything to someone else and not give nothing for myself. Because the moment they let you go, you got nothing for yourself. Nothing. You, They let me go. We good. That just gives me more time to make more money and make more impact. But that's it because time's ticking. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and go into the final <clears throat> portion of today's podcast. But I, I definitely hope that helped you guys. I definitely hope that added value to you guys. Again, guys, like purpose is so important. I know we talk about relationships a lot, but like I said at the beginning, before you find that right person for you, you need to know what your purpose is so that you can be knowing what kind of things that you should be looking for. What, you know, you can know if their if their purpose can line up with yours. If you guys can improve each other, iron sharpening iron, you got to know yourself. You got to be solid in your relationship with God. You got to be solid in your purpose and what it is that you're called to do. Okay. So, um, yeah, with that said, we're going to go ahead and go into uh, today's final segment, which is another top five. All right. So in light of the airing of grievance, all right, J.E. talked about um, his affinity for three layer cakes. So affinity gonna... sounds so nasty, bro. Affinity, affinity sounds like I got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you 
just have an affinity for cakes. It's not. Oh, affi- okay. oh I don't affinity. know what affinity means. I'm going to look that up today. Affinity means up. probably something along the lines of um, great I, desire for or something like that. There you go. Context clues. I like that. Yeah. Um. So we're going to do a top five of our top five cakes. All right. So hop in uh, the live chat. Hop in the live chat and drop your top five cakes along with us. We're gonna go from five to one, so don't 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 drop them all at once. All right, we're gonna give our number five, and we give our number five. You can give your number five as well. <coughs> we're gonna uh, be looking at the live comments and interacting with you guys. So um, we'll see how this goes. Okay, Je, I don't know who's going first. Whoops. Am I going first? Oh, I'm going, going first. first. Yeah. <laughs> all right, number five for me, carrot cake. Wow, that's pretty low. It, I mean, we're talking about a cake, J.E., and it's in the top five, so I'm not going to disrespect it, but we're talking about a cake that has a vegetable in it, all right? It's, so, barely, it's barely in there. No, nah, it's all up in there. It's all up in there. Okay. There's carrot in there, and it is a vegetable, and it is in my cake. So Carrot cake reason, is trash. You know, and I don't want to say it's, I'm not going to be disrespectful. Because wow. the it's really, I think it's the cream cheese frosting that saves it. Um, but yeah, it, it's still a top five cake. Good carrot cake is it's okay, good. Okay, okay, okay. I'll let you I, as long as it's in a top five. All right, J E, what do you got for number five? Oh, let's read everybody. Oh, we'll, oh, yeah, we'll oh, do oh, oh no, no, we'll do everybody's after mine. That's right. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, go My ahead. Number five, red velvet cake. How? How, J.E.? How can Red Velvet be number five for any reason? As a man, I don't think I should be enjoying anything with velvet in it. I'm not a smooth man, B.D. I mean, it, it's not literally velvet. It's just what it's called, J.E. Honestly, bro, Red Velvet Cake has its place. B.D., I'm going to take your, I'm going to take your, um, uh, what you told me to do. I'm going to go to a bakery. Yes. Not the grocery store and get a red velvet cake because those red velvet cakes are trash. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna go to an actual bakery that does that. Yes. And then I'm gonna try the red velvet cake, and it might increase on my list. And I want you to call me when you do. When you get a real matter of fact, you can go to nothing but bunt cake because that's where I that their their red velvet is good. I normally don't rock with bunt cakes. I didn't think I would, but those cakes are really good. Yeah, man. I didn't really like the name bunt, but um. Hey, those cakes are amazing. I'm going to try the red velvet next time. All right, number five. What everybody's number five is. All right, what we got? Carrot cake is the rejected child that eats scraps. See? I don't know, man. I got them in my top five, but it was it was close. They the barely made it. The disrespect. We got lemon cake. We got, oh, earthquake cake. Okay. Red velvet cake. I don't What's know what earthquake, earthquake cake? Look it up, BD. <clears throat> Chocolate cake number five. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Strawberry cake, okay. Strawberry cake, earthquake cake. Ooh. I ain't even, I ain't even acknowledging my brother over there saying carrot cake is trash. But everyone has their opinion. This earthquake cake is a chocolate cake loaded with coconut. And I'll see, you lost. Yeah, me that's, yeah, done. Yeah, coconut. <laughs> only thing I use, coconut. only coconut I use is coconut oil. That's it. But the rest of it sounds really good. Pecans, cream cheese, and chocolate chips, and looks like chocolate cake. It looks good, but you lost me it coconut maybe that's just that variation of it because some of these other pictures actually does look really good oh cheesecake is a cake is i it thought cheesecake was a pie 
I always kind of classified it with pies. I don't know. Yeah, cheesecake is a pie because of the crust. Cinnamon roll cake? What? Mm. Let's go number banana four. Banana pudding cake. Banana pudding cake? made that one time, and it was bomb. Okay, some honorable mentions. Okay, all right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Here we go. Carrot cake is bomb. It uh, sure is. I'm glad I'm over productions. <laughs> <laughs> Number four for BD. Ready? Number four. Yep. Number four. Sam's Club. (laughs) Come about that Sam's Club cake. Come on, boy. Woo! That Sam's Club cake, BD. Bruh, I'm look. I'm not just talking about like not. I'm not talking about Walmart. I don't know how they're owned by the same company, but they have completely different cakes. I don't know what they put in the Sam's Club cake that's not in the Walmart cake, but it's not the same. Those two things are not alike. Sam's Club cake. Man, bro. I don't know what they put in it, but it's crack. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, that's straight crack from Mexico. It, it really is. I, I feel like they put it in there somehow. It is very uh, reasonably priced. Um, you can get that whole that whole sheet cake is probably like $15. It's dangerous. What? Mm, man. Hey, if you don't have a Sam's Club membership, I, that's the only reason. No, it's not the only reason I have a Sam's Club membership, but... For a yeah. long time, that was the only reason I had a Sam's Club membership. Now I have four, four kids. Oh, I want. Well, I'll talk about that when I get to my where my Sam's Club cake falls. You got the Sam's Club cake in your top five? Of course, BD. Hey, man. And it's higher than yours. That's what's up. All right. What's your number four? My number four? Carrot cake. And I made a I made a last minute adjustment, but carrot cake has its place in my life now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but but there's some good that's some good cakes that I cannot disrespect by putting carrot cake above them. Okay. Dude, what 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 cakes are you talking about? Well, I, they're in my top three. Oh, okay. Got you. I didn't I thought you were making one of your JE audibles, which no, no, we don't got time for audibles, but all the plays BD. All right. Number four. What do y'all got? What do y'all got for number fours? Black we got worst cake. Uh, what's that? Honey, oh, someone got honey bun cake for number five. Okay. Oh, that's coming. Oh, it's, I know it's coming. Black Forest cake. That must be nice. We don't have Sam's Club cake in Australia. Uh, man, oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about that. My condolences. They I put have a Costco membership. Why? Why do you I, have a Costco membership? Costco don't got good cake, bro. I don't even think Costco has cake. Michelle Miller, you prophes, you prophesying. I think that's what's going. They put moises. Moises is an ingredient in that Sam's Club cake. What's that? She says uh, they put moistness in that cake. <laughs> that's that Sam's Club cake is the moistest cake I've ever had in my life. It's so moist. It's wow. Birthday cake that falls into Sam's Club cake. Carrot cake number four. Thank you, Eddie. Ed, we brothers. <laughs> hummingbird number four. What? I want to check out hummingbird cake from 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 my our friends from the down under. She's from Australia. Humming. Rum cake. Oh, watch out, smooch. Hold up, hold up. Hennessy cake. <laughs> Patron cake. <laughs> All right. Now, hold up now. Pound cake that low. Yes. It shouldn't even be in the top five. What? Yes. Pound cake? No. 
bro, you privileged, bro. Poor people eat pound cake, bro. Okay. <laughs> All right, you're number three. Number three. You're number three, BD. Yes. Number three. Honey bun cake. I need to try this, BD. That thing looks so good, BD. To be that thing honest, like if I if I had it more often, more readily accessible, it would probably be higher than number three. But my wife has only made it like a couple of times. I'm not even going to begin to try to make that. But it is so right. Cause good. that that right when, when I didn't know that was a honey bun cake. You said something like this many years ago. I did, I did. I tried, and, I, and it, just, it just went over my head because it wasn't accessible. I was like, you know what? It's probably good. It is not accessible for me. But see, now you have the visual. See, I don't think you ever had the visual. That right there. Bro, where did I get this? I don't. You can't. You can't. I don't know anywhere that sells them. Man, you're gonna have to get you. Gonna have to find you a mother in the church. Uh, Somebody that knows how to make it. All right. My number three. Mm-hmm. Pound cake. Look at how dry that looks. Just look bro, at how dry that looks, Jay. It ain't about it, bro. It's it, it, pound cake can be moist, bro. People don't is you had bad pound cake. I had moist pound cake. I had pound cake that will make you add extra pounds, bro. Pound cake with that good icing on top, bro. That looks like a loaf of bread. With. It's pound cake, bro. I probably took a bad <laughs> picture, BD. Stop hating, bro. You and your honey bun cake, bro. Attracting bees. Pound cake, bro. Hear the name, pound cake. That's a man's cake, BD. You and your velvet cake. You over there want them velvety cakes. Get get some pounds in your life. No, I don't want to get pounds in my life. I'm trying but to Pound say. cake is, is, is. See, bro. Yeah. You didn't really go to a lot of um, um, cookouts. Um, <laughs> that looked like bread with slicing on. Thank hey, you. You had to improvise as a poor person. How can we make? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How can we make something sweet? We wanted a dessert, so we just bought a loaf of bread. We bought a just... loaf of bread and and whatnot. Put some ice on top of an egg pound cake. <laughs> Bro, you just ain't had good pound cake. Thank you, my brother. Now we can agree. Now we can agree. Pound cake is the heart of the black family. BD, you black? The very, but that you, right you, there. So you never had pound cake. Your mom never made pound cake. I have. I've had pound cake. It, it see, bro, see, bro, you had options. I, pound cake was our only option for many, many family functions. <laughs> there was no, see, you had an assortment of desserts. For us, there was two things during the holidays. Pound cake and sweet potato pie. That was it. <laughs> and banana pudding. Those are the three things. You grew up with an assortment: pecan pie, lemon lorraine pie, cakes of all kinds. BD. Mm-hmm. Us, black people, truly black, poor blacks. <laughs> all we had was pound cake, some pudding, and what's the third, the third thing? Pound cake pudding. Pound cake pudding and sweet potato pie. Pound cake pudding and sweet potato pie. Pound cake pudding, sweet potato pie. You had assortments. We had just three options. I did. Anyway, yeah. what's y'all's number three? Number three. That was a bad pick of pound cake, but. <laughs> My... <laughs> Hold on. I can make those changes. Give me one second. <laughs> Bruh, I was. <laughs> 
that was a bad picture. That's an awful pic. <laughs> like you did not. I was in a hurry, BD. I was in a hurry. I had to go to church today and pray. That looks so dry. <laughs> that thing that looks, like a. That looks drier than the regular loaf of bread. Like hold a on, regular BD. loaf of bread hold don't on, look that dry. On. Hold on, BD. I got something for the people. Give me one second. I will say a lemon. A good lemon pound cake is pretty good. Yeah, lemon pound cake is good too. Lemon pound cake is pretty good. I don't know what that is that you got up there. That looked like a slice of bread, a loaf of bread. Bro, all these pound cake pictures. No, don't show black people's uh, pictures on Google. Because it's not good. It's, it's not good. Bro, you being disrespectful to black families everywhere. I'm not. And number two, BD. Number two. And it's rightful. <laughs> My red velvet cake look better than yours. At number five, yours looks so trash. But you sent me that trash mess. That's that's Harris Teeter. That's that's grocery store. That, that is Harris Teeter. It looks like that's whipped cream frosting. <laughs> that, that, Bruh, that that's Teeter. what it is. I haven't had a red velvet with cream. <gasps> no, I did have a good red velvet cake. Red velvet cake is up. Uh, my my niece's birthday. Her birthday because she's a girl. Her birthday cake was red velvet cake. <laughs> Man, that thing was so good, BD. That's what made it me. That's what made it come into my number five, top five. Just, I'm sorry. Save a lot cake. <laughs> Sugar mama, come on now. That's a save a lot cake. That's that thing you get. <laughs> I ain't never. I didn't even know they had cakes in save a lot, man. <laughs> save a lot, boy. Food Max. It what? might be good. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, you know your your uh your meats are barely barely pink, but they brown vegetables <laughs> and food uh-uh. max uh-uh. with three X's. But red velvet cake, man, like it. I don't know how you have it at number five. It's that cream cheese frosting on a good red velvet cake with the richness of the cocoa uh infused red cake. There's nothing better. Well, there is something better. It's number one. But outside of that, if I can't have number one, Red Velvet is a uh, semi-close number two. All right. Well, my number two, (laughs) Sam's Club Marble Cake. Okay. No, bruh, bruh. Have you had Sam's Club's Marble Cake? I have not. Bruh. I have not. I didn't even know they had Marble Cake, to be honest. Bruh, nope. I went to somebody's birthday party many years ago, and they brought that big old huge box, Sam's Man. Club box. Man. And I and I something leaped in my belly, BD. Mm. My stomach, as if my stomach had eyes. <laughs> my stomach was like, is that Sam's Club cake? I said, bruh, it is. Mm. When I cut that slice, bruh, and I saw the ecumenicalism inside that cake, the blacks and whites in harmony. Wow. Bruh, change my life. Number two, anytime I see this cake, I'm go- forget my weight goals. Forget it. <laughs> forget it, man. Forget it. Know. And with this cake, always the corners. Mm-hmm. Oh, sometimes the middle, but I love the corners, BD, with that extra icing lumping at the bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, bro, I love getting a nice little fork and scraping that extra icing and put it, bro. Okay, All right. that's my number two. But drum roll, please. Hold up, I gotta see what the people got for number two. Chocolate mud cake, marble cake is amazing. Yep, yep. Red velvet cake number two, free spirit smooth. I was debating if marble or lemon should be number two. That marble cake number two. 
cream cheese fries. Can you say anybody else? Something stirred up in my bones, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> Y'all foolish. All right, let's Chocolate go number two, I got to try to make it to this grocery that store. That sounds bro. good. I'm going to try to get to this grocery store, bro. All right. Number, number one. one. Unanimous. The undefeated champion and still champion. Yellow cake. <laughs> BD, your With picture is cool, icing. but it's blasphemous. What, because of the swirls on top? That, and it's not three layers. Come oh. on now. Who, bro, if I look, bro, I'll still eat it out of respect. Mm -hmm. But, bro, my mouth waters when I see that it's an extra two inches taller. Mm. And them three layers, BD. Ooh. Mm. Lemon tart or lemon, bro. See that? Oh, my bad. You from Australia? My apologies. Y'all might not have access to this blessing here. A question: Have you ever had a five-layer yellow cake with chocolate icing? Is it that thin layer ones? Like the the layers are thinner. They're pretty. They're kind of thin. No, nah, I've had that, but bro, if you if you gonna do five and really get my attention, keep it the same length. <laughs> keep it the same height. If it's you not really. If you really want, I don't want five layers the same size as a three layer. I think I IGA got them. I think IGA got them. Bro, I don't got time. That's in the country. I don't know if you've ever been to IGA. I don't even, that's not like a basketball team, high school team. But yeah, man, yellow cake with chocolate icing, guys. It just doesn't get any better. The sweet butteriness of the cake. And then that just chocolate frosting, bruh. That's the best cake. It's so simple, but yet just so fulfilling. Yellow cake is not vanilla cake, y'all. Mm -mm. It is not vanilla no. cake. No, it is, it is not. yellow. Don't, I don't want because I don't want y'all to be like, oh, this is trash because y'all got that white cake. No. Yellow cake. There is a distinct difference. Vanilla cake is not even in the top five. No. No. Unless Black Sam's counts as. Vanilla cake. No, no, nah, get that marble next time, BD. Mm. Okay. Well, y'all, we've been going long. Cheesecake. If you count cheesecake as cake, I mean, it's up there. But I, I, I don't know. I look at it as a pie. It's a pie, man. It's, it's, it's got crust and it's, it's like a, it's only one layer. I can't mess with German chocolate cake because it has coconut, which doesn't do it for me. Nah. IGA sound like the Piggly Wigglies in the pro. That's exactly what it is. It is Piggly Wiggly, basically. Same thing. Yep. Well, we got to go, y'all. <laughs> all right. Um, that's all we've got for today. Uh, again, I hope that was a blessing to you guys. Conversation about purpose. Um, I hope you guys are taking that to heart and really putting in the effort to find out what your purpose is because it is important. Let's not go through life just, you know, working in a job and paying bills and then dying. Like, let's, let's be purposeful. Let's fulfill our purpose and our calling in life. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the interactive portion of it. Uh, the top five, thank you for sharing your top five cakes with us. Again, if you have not hit that subscribe button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know whenever we are going live. Okay. And if you didn't catch the entire live, it's going to drop on YouTube uh later tonight or tomorrow so it'll be on there so it'll check be, out the... it'll probably be on here right after this okay so check that out if you missed uh any portion of the live podcast um 
Jay, you got anything else for the people? I'm good, BD. All right. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Um, I am Brandon Dixon, a humble father of four, happily married man. He is Joshua Ezzy, happily married as well. Slim Rev, Coach Josh. We're the Good Guys Podcast. And we are out. And we're only good because he's good. See y'all next time. Peace.